Dusty Smith here. This is the very first ever live streamed episode of the podcast, streaming live to YouTube. We actually did a live stream last week to Facebook. I couldn't do it on YouTube because I was false flagged on YouTube. As always, people fucking with me, and so I couldn't stream. But this week, I can fucking stream to YouTube, so I'm doing it. So thanks for having, thanks for coming, thanks for having me. Uh, people have been asking me for fucking years to do this, and I was like, eh, fuck you, fans. That's what you get for being fans of mine. So I uh, decided to finally do it. I have so much I want to talk about. There's so much shit I see every fucking week, and I just, I'm overwhelmed with it, you know? I can't really do videos about everything, so I was like, instead of making, like, one video about one subject, why not just do a live cast and talk about fucking everything on the planet that I'm interested in? And uh, I probably won't get to a lot of it, because last week, I only talked about 5% of the shit that I wanted to talk about. Um, so, first of all, let me go through my list here. Uh, I set up my own Patreon account for this live stream. So if you enjoy my work, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Let's see if I can find it. There we go. Um, I separated it from my main YouTube account because a lot of the people that support me on Patreon for my main videos don't want to support me for the podcast. Um, because on my main Patreon stream, uh, I charge by the video. And on my podcast, I'm going to charge by the month. So I'm planning on doing two shows a week. I'm going to do shows on Monday and Friday at 8 p.m. Central. So, uh, it's eight shows a month, so if you like my show, if you want to support me, 
please do that. Otherwise, who knows? I might disappear for another two years and never do this again. So, brand new Patreon for that. I'd really appreciate any support you guys want to give me. And as always, most of the funds will go to my fucking animals and my animal sanctuary. There was one thing I wanted to look up here to start off the show with that I didn't actually fucking look up. I looked up everything else. You can see my tabs up here, my billions of bays of tabs. As always, if you see porn, uh, just ignore it. My midget porn is, uh, everybody knows about that, so uh, it's all over my computer, so just don't pay any attention to that if you see me load up something that has porn on it. Um, first of all, I want to talk about my friend Nate Jones. Okay, my Nate Jones, my friend Nate Jones has been missing for about six months now. And uh, I'm really worried about him. I'm almost 100% certain he's dead, unfortunately. And uh, so I wouldn't make this video otherwise, honestly, because I'm going to say some things that are going to paint him in a, in a not too flattering light in some ways. And I don't really mean it because I really love Nate. I think Nate's a great guy, and I hope you guys will help me find Nate. Like I said, I would not tell this if it wasn't for the fact that I think he's probably dead, and I'm trying to find out what happened to him. We're, we're all really concerned. He had a lot of friends on the Internet, a lot of friends in the atheist community. Nobody fucking knows what happened to him, so we're trying to figure it out. Um, so, Nate is an interesting guy. Nate was a roadie for a band that did Christian parodies. And uh, I guess when he was in his early 20s, he got really drunk at a party with some of his friends. And then he woke up in the hospital. And apparently what had happened is he got super drunk and he got in his truck, or his van rather, I guess it was a van, uh, without remembering. And uh, he drove home and he had a wreck and he ended up killing two, killing two elderly people in a drunk driving accident. And so uh, they put Nate in jail for two years for that. And it really fucked him up mentally, I think. He had post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, then eventually, after two years, he got out. And uh, then he took care of his grandfather. Uh, he was kind of like his nurse, and his grandfather died. I think he took care of his like grandmother or something, and she died. And then he took care of his father when his father was sick, and then his father died. And uh, so he had a lot of death and tragedy in his life. So, he had, so, his, so his dad had this dog named Ebby, as you can see in this picture right here. And so I guess kind of as a last hurrah, Nate decided to take this dog around the country. And so he loaded up his van and he started, he was a painter. And so he moved around and he lived in his van. He was basically homeless. He's what I consider homeless. And I met Nate in Denver, which is a bad place to be homeless because it's cold as fuck there. But he basically, uh, when I was doing meetups and stuff in Denver, he came up to me and he introduced himself. And uh, we became friends. And I kind of felt bad for him in a lot of ways because he was homeless. And he obviously, you know, needed some friends in Denver. So I made friends with him. And um, so anyway, I moved back to Mississippi from Denver. And I've been living in Mississippi for a while. And he messaged me one day. And he was really cold. And I think he uh, didn't have any place to go. And the work wasn't going very well, very well in Denver. So, uh, and he was homeless, of course. So I invited him to move in with me for six months. Um, so he moved down here for six months. And he was supposed to pay be painting this house. And we bought an old house. And we were re re uh, refurbishing it. And he was supposed to paint a bunch of, ha bunch of the house. But he only painted like two rooms the entire time he was here. But he did do other things to kind of make up for the fact that he wasn't really painting very much. Like he cooked and he cleaned for us and he tried to take care of us and be nurturing and stuff. Um, and then one day, so it's Super Bowl Sunday. I guess this was two or three years ago. So I'm watching Super Bowl and Super Bowl Sunday. I'm watching it by myself here. I'm sitting here eating a fucking frozen pizza. And we sent Nate to the store. I sent him in my car to go get us some booze or something. I can't even fucking remember. But we always did that. I give him my car keys and I give him my credit card. And I would send him to the store, to Walmart, to buy whatever we needed. And so I'm sitting here watching the Super Bowl by myself, and there's a fucking knock on the door. So I'm like, who the fuck is that? Because nobody ever knocks my goddamn door. So I go to the door, and it's a fucking cop. And I was like, oh, shit. And he's like, are you Dusty Smith? And I'm like, um, and I was an idiot. See, here's the thing. I've had people threaten me on the internet a lot. Like, I've had people say they were cops, and they threaten me. And I've had other people, like, 
the, the, there's a bully that grew up in my hometown when I was a kid, and he still lives in my hometown. He sent me messages, threatened me that if I ever come back to my hometown, I'll be killed. And he says he knows a bunch of cops, and they're all looking out for me, trying to find reasons to bust me and shit. So, uh, anyway, um, trying to make sure the stream is still going. So, I immediately just lie, because I don't know what the fuck this cop wants, and I don't know if, like, if he's an enemy, or, like, if he knows who I am, he's gonna fuck with me. So I was like, uh, no, I'm not Dusty, that's my brother, can I help you? And he's like, well, uh, Nate Jones said he lives here, and he's just been arrested. And I was like, arrested? What the fuck for? And they're like, well, he was shoplifting at Walmart. And I was like, really? What the fuck, dude? Nate was shoplifting at Walmart? Because, like, Nate was the nicest fucking guy. I could not imagine him doing that. But apparently what he was doing was he was taking my credit card, and he was going, he was buying certain things with it, but the rest of the stuff, like stuff he wanted for himself, he was taking, and he was going through the self-checkout line, and he was not scanning it, and he was just walking out the door. And uh, it was really fucking dumb of him because he would go into the store and he would get one of those little scooter carts that you drive around in and he would take his dog in there with him because he took his fucking dog everywhere. He would not be without this goddamn dog. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to talk about the dog like that. It was a sweet dog. But he, wouldn't be without, he would not be without this fucking dog, right? So he would drive around Walmart in the little scooter dragging this dog behind him, which obviously everybody on fucking earth saw him and he stuck out like a sore th thumb and they, you know, they noticed him. So he did this over and over again where he would go to Walmart and shoplift. And, of course, as soon as he walked to the door this time, they recognized him because, you know, they were looking on the lookout for him. So he went through there and he shoplifted again and they fucking busted him and they took him to jail. And so the cop came to my door and he was like, you know, you got to come get him out of jail. And he had my car and he had gone to Walmart. And so I didn't even have a fucking car. And so I was like, and the cop was like, well, I need to give these keys back to Dusty Smith. I can only give them to Dusty Smith. And I was like, okay, well, I'm Dusty Smith. And he was like, you lied to me? And I was like, yeah, dude, sorry. I didn't know what the fuck you wanted. And he was like, you know, I could arrest you for that, right? It's illegal to lie to the cops. And I was like, I'm sorry, dude. You just fucking freaked me out. You know, please forgive me. And he was like, all right, it's cool. And I was like, can you take me up to Walmart, dude? And he was like, hell no. So he didn't take me up to Walmart to get my car. So I was fucking stranded and had to go goddamn get Nate out of the fucking jail cell. So here my ass gives, goes and starts hitchhiking up to fucking Walmart. It's about probably seven or eight miles from here. And uh, I don't fucking know why, but for some reason, I was in such a hurry, and I wasn't really thinking correctly, and I put on my tall shoes. I have these fucking shoes that have, like, lifts in them. Uh, I'm, like, 5'7 or 5'8 in real life, but these shoes make me, like, 5'10 and a half. Uh, I don't wear them anymore because they're fucking uncomfortable as shit. But for some reason, I put these goddamn shoes on and decided to trek, like, nine miles in them. So, anyway... I start walking him, and after like three or four miles, my goddamn feet are so fucking sore, I could barely even move anymore, and I was hitchhiking my ass off, and it was Super Bowl Sunday, I got him, nobody was stopping for me, they was like, hell no, nah, we ain't picking you up, motherfucker, and uh, so I was really tired, so eventually this van drives up and pulls over, and I go, and I open the door, and it's Nate, it's Nate and his Nate van, and I guess they let him out of jail uh, on his own recognizance, and so he went back, and he got his van, and he came, and he picked me up. And he took me to Walmart to get my uh, car. And he was like, man, it was a total accident. I thought the stuff was scanning, but it wasn't. But it wasn't an accident. He was just stealing that shit. And uh, so over the next couple weeks, the, that same cop came back three different times because they had gone back to the security footage and found out he had shoplifted many different times. And, of course, he stuck out like a sore thumb, like I said. Him driving around that goddamn scooter, towing a dog behind him. So... Uh, they took him back down to the station, and they booked him on multiple charges over and over again. So, of course, he was like, man, I can't stay here. I got to get the fuck out of here because, you know, they're going to put me in jail. So, anyway, he packed up his van. He left, and he went back to Denver. So, he was in Denver for a while, and I guess, unfortunately, Ebby, his dog, died. 
um, and it just it just fucking crushed him, right? He, I, I kind of get the, the feeling, like I said, that he had already kind of planned to kill himself. I think he just wanted to take Ebby on one last trip around the country, and then when the dog died, he planned on offing himself, which is really, it's hard for me to talk about. Um, so, anyway, um, he messaged me, and he told me, damn it. Shit, I shouldn't have talked about this. He messaged me and he told me he was going to kill himself. And I tried to talk him out of it. I I, I offered to buy him a new dog. Shit, stop, Dusty. God damn it. So I offered to buy him a new dog. I was like, dude, you know, you obviously have a lot of love to give. And there are so many animals out there in the world that obviously need that love. So, I mean, I know that you're really hurt that your dog died, but, you know, you can take that love, that love and then those lessons you learned from Evie, and you can pour that love into another animal. And I looked up on the internet, and I actually found local dogs in Denver that were available, and I, I tried to get him one, but he was like, no, how about this? I'm really cold. It's really, it's really cold right now, so can you just send me some money for some heat for my van? So I, so I sent him some money for, the heat, for his van. I Western Union it to him, and that's the last I ever heard from him. He got the money, and I guess he bought heat for a day or two, and then he disappeared, and he told me he was going to kill himself. He told me that he bought a bottle of pills, and he, but he was scared to take them because he had read that that sometimes people take sleeping pills, and they don't actually die. They just get brain damage and stuff, and he was scared, and he said that he tried to kill himself by putting the exhaust in his van and going to sleep, but he started choking real bad. Um, so anyway... I, I'm kind of hoping he just got arrested or something, or he went to a mental health clinic or something. But I'm pretty sure he killed himself, but I haven't heard anything. Nobody's heard anything. I, I tried to contact the police in Denver, and nobody responded. I can't find any information. So basically, this is the last thing he posted on Facebook. We traveled the whole country together. We did everything together. We had a good run. Which sounds like a suicide message. Um, and that was... What date was that? That was October 22nd. That's the last anybody's ever heard of it from him. So if you're in Denver, if you know any cops that you can ask about this, if they found this guy, or if you know, you know, if you know anybody that works in the jail system, or if you like know anybody that you think will know anything about this, or if you know anything about this, please let us know because a lot of people, you know, you can see on here, this is his wall. A lot of people were looking for him and telling him that we miss him. And you know, at the very least, we just want to know what happened to him. So anyway, I'm going to click around about this and move on. I shouldn't have talked about this. I don't know why I decided to start the goddamn show off with this. That was a bad idea. Stupid Dusty. Stupid Dusty. All right, let me try my fucking eyes and try this again. And uh, I guess I'll see if there's any messages to read right quick. I got this restream thing up. Um, and let's see here. Get off. What are you doing? Get off that. Get. All right. Now, let's, let me scroll up and read the messages. Um... Like I said, this is the first time I've ever live stream like this on YouTube. I assume it's going well. I have no idea. Where we're going to try it and see if it fucking works out. And I get, I think the super chat should be working. Like, I don't really know how this works. Let me see if this is actually doing anything. Hey, I don't see anything listed. So I guess it's not even fucking streaming to YouTube right now. Oh, no, here it is. It's down here for some reason. I don't know why. But I guess the super chats are working. I don't really know how the super chats work exactly because I've never fucking done this shit before. So um, I'm going to learn on the job. Hopefully you guys will bear with me while I fucking learn and figure all this shit out. Let's see. Monetis uh, what happened? Super chat. No super chats yet. Okay. 
So you guys help me like do the super chats, right? You guys, somebody super chat me and help me see if this is fucking working and shit. Cause like, I have no idea. Never done this before. I am learning on the job. So anyway, um, back to what I was talking about. Um, what was it? Oh, I was reading, I was going to read the messages. Okay. So, hey, howdy, howdy, comrades. Hi, Dusty. How you been? I'm awesome. Thanks, guys. You a cool guy, Dusty. Thank you. Crying like a bitch. Um, this song's actually fire. Yeah, I like that song. You know, the song was meant to make fun of me. The Dusty, you're getting rusty. But, you know, I like it. I mean, it's kind of silly. Basically, it's making fun of me because I said that I thought Trump and global warming and Christians were the most important thing to talk about. And, he's, and then, I, then I made a couple of video games uh, videos where I play video games, and I actually use those video games as a catalyst to talk about Trump. So even in the video game videos I made, I'm talking about Trump. But he's like, I couldn't even find the videos you're talking about Trump. And I'm like, you're literally playing a video that I'm talking about Trump. So anyway, it's the king of the midlife crisis. Hell yeah. Midlife crisis is fun as fuck. Um, you got beat the fuck out of Michael Jackson, Dusty. Do you ever get tired of being wrong? No, I love being wrong. It's amazing. Um, what did I walk into? Don't know. Walked into me crying like a motherfucker. Crying like a little bitch. Hippo. Don't know what that means. Um, you got to go to Kim. Okay, good luck on Kim. Frozen. Rip. Yeah, it, it fucking disconnected immediately. Yep, lost in the lag. Hopefully it came back. I guess it's working out good now. Let's see. Talk about boobs. I don't know. Oh, I think you're talking about that girl. Yeah, that was like the new queen of the cult from back in the day. Dusty, you're my favorite person named Dusty. Oh, thanks. I was actually never there for Dusty Hill from uh, ZZ Top. I got legs, and I know how to use them. Hell yeah. And, of course, there's Dusty World, the American Dweem. Another great Dusty. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely the greatest Dusty who's ever lived. Hey, Dusty, love your month of religious bullshit episodes. Yeah, I need to do another one. I'm working on it. Um, been kind of slacking. So, uh, that's all the messages, I guess, so far. Let me check YouTube again and make sure that this thing is still broadcasting live. As I said, this is my first live show, so you guys got to bear with me. Make sure I'm doing this shit right. And uh, you guys can send me questions and messages, right? Okay, cool. So, I don't see any Facebook messages being listed on here, though. I wonder if that's like a separate thing. I'm going to have to learn how to live stream. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Um, finally found you. My feed would not play. Well... Thanks for joining me now, guys. Now you guys can uh, ask me fucking questions and shit. That'd be awesome. Because that's what the whole point of a goddamn live show is. So we're moving right on. Right now, um, so this is one thing that kind of pisses me off. People that post, like, articles and the people that comment. Don't even fucking read these articles. And see, the people that post these articles, they know you're not going to read it. They probably didn't read it themselves. They just want you to be mad. And like this one, transgender boy wins girl state wrestling title for second time. And everybody's like, oh, hell no. He was born a man, and now he's wrestling women. He has an unfair advantage. This will not do. And they just all bitchy, bitchy, bitch. And this first person that commented is like that. I'm all for supporting my trans friends and community, but this, to me, is just not genetically fair. So like, I'm like, immediately, I'm like, okay, dude. 
What about genetics makes this unfair? Explain in detail. And of course, they explain it exactly like I thought they would. Meaning that although she's transitioning to a female, she still has male genetics that potentially make her stronger than other women in her weight. But here's the thing. You didn't read the fucking article. You don't know what you're talking about. She was born a female, and she's trying to transition to a male, and they will not let her wrestle other males because they have a rule against it. She wants to wrestle other males, and they won't let her. They're forcing her to. So you guys who comment about this shit, you don't know what you're talking about, dude. You know, you're freaking out about nothing. You're reactionaries. At least read the fucking articles before you goddamn comment about it. You know? Now, and I do agree she has an unfair advantage, but not because she was born male, because she wasn't. She was born female. She has an unfair advantage because she's taking testosterone to try to transition to a male, which is like, you know, steroids, right? You're, you're taking steroids. So obviously that gives her an unfair advantage, which is why she should be wrestling men, you know, or males, like she wants to. But this is not her problem. This is not a problem with transgenders trying to fucking dominate women's sports like you guys are trying to make it seem like. No, she's, you know, she's perfectly in her right to want to wrestle if she wants to as a transgender person. And if they're forcing her to do it as a woman, that's not her problem, right? And you guys freaking out about this are sad. Read the fucking articles, dude. So moving right along. Boom. All right. Uh, so I tried to set up a Google voice number so people could call in and ask me questions live because I thought that would be entertaining as shit, you know, especially when I'm not crying. But, um... It didn't work out very well. Google Voice sucks for doing this kind of thing. So instead, you can call and you can leave me a voicemail and I will play voicemails live on the air. That's the best way to do this for now. Eventually, I'm going to set up a Discord so you guys who want to comment live, you can call me on Discord and we can chat. I'm sure there'll be a lot of trolls. I don't have to pick through those, but I'll do the best I can. So anyway, the number is 662-222-1812. That's 662-222-1812. If you guys want to leave me a voicemail, go ahead and do so and I will answer them at the end of the show. Next... Um, as I said, I don't know if it skipped the beginning, but uh, if you guys want to support me on Patreon, I have a separate Patreon for my podcast. That'd be much appreciated. Next up, loading, loading. So it's my birthday yesterday, 44 years old. Yay, I made it. And uh, I got to say, dudes, I feel great, man. I feel like I did when I was 16. Like literally feel like I did when I was fucking 16. I mean, except for like, I have to pee more urgently now than I did when I was 16. Like, when I have to pee now, I go with pee because it's a problem, right? But other than that, man, I feel fucking amazing. And, uh, like, a lot of the insecurity I felt growing up, you know, I didn't know my place in life. I didn't really know who I was yet. And I always feel like I had to prove myself to everybody. Like, when I was 13, I got to fight with the guy because he told my mom to shut up. And nobody tells my mom to shut up. I'll fucking punch you in the nose, motherfucker. You know, just really insecure bullshit. Um, but I'm over that for the most part. And I have a little bit of that, but... I actually really like being older. You know, I got called a boomer. For those of you who saw my last podcast, I got called a boomer like 30 times in 90 minutes. But being a boomer is actually pretty good. You know, I'm actually enjoying it. And uh, I, I kind of feel like I'm entering the best part of my life right now. So, uh, happy birthday to me. Yay, Dusty. Leveling up. Level 44. Pretty good. So, anyway, next up is this message that conservatives were spreading. That pisses me off. It says, uh, why is Narcodon free to a dope addict, but my insulin is $750 a month? And somebody said, let me, let me, let me correct that for you. Why is my insulin $750 a month? Others people struggling aren't your enemy. And that's exactly right, dude. This is what the rich people do. Rich people try to pit us against each other, act us like, make us act like the reason you're having problems, the reason you're poor is because other poor people. But fuck no, man. These, these fucking pharmaceutical companies are making a billion dollars every quarter in profit, Okay. That's why your fucking insulin is so high. Well, it's a big part of the reason. I mean, there are other reasons. Insulin is kind of a more expensive drug to uh, catalyze than than other drugs. But like in 
countries like Australia, I think they pay $150 a month for their insulin instead of $750 a month. So, yeah, in every other first world country, they don't really have this problem as much as we do because of late stage capitalism, you know. Um, and it, it, it's, it's annoying because there are people that responded to this. They're like, fuck junkies. Who cares about junkies? But, like, even if you're a fucking asshole and don't give a shit about other people... Even if you're a sociopath and only give a shit about yourself, you should still care about this. You should still want junkies to have reasonably priced or free treatment because it affects you. It actually makes things cheaper to do this. And the reason is this. Junkies commit crimes to uh, get their drugs. They are a burden on the healthcare system. They have unwanted children that grow up to be a burden on the system. And so it's actually costs way more to, to handle the situation in tax dollars than it would if you just gave them uh, treatment, you know, affordable treatment. So from a completely selfish standpoint, treating them is actually better for you than just leaving them alone and letting them go out there and kill themselves and be a burden on the system. So it's just stupid on so many fucking levels. Uh, we should treat people. We should treat addicts. We should give them the care they need. Drugs should be legal, of course, but we should have, you know, options for them to get all the help that they need. Um, because not only because we're empathetic, you know, we care about them, we understand what they're going through, but also because it's better for all of us to do that, you know, as is socialized medicine. It's actually better for you to pay for that because it's cheaper in the long run. Next up, we're going to talk about, let's see what Facebook gods have for us today. All right, Stefan Malineux, or Mule Nuts, as I like to call him. Can't get any more galaxy brain than this guy. He says, today Orwell would be relentlessly slandered as a far-right propagandist. That's why the media does not... Oh, that's why the media does, does to everyone who criticizes socialism. The better the criticism, the more far-right they are portrayed. But here's the thing, dude. Um, yeah, he was a socialist. George Orwell said, Every line of serious work that I've ever written since 1936 has been written directly or indirectly against totalitarianism and for democratic socialism as I understand it. He also said, A socialist United States of Europe seems to me the only worthwhile political objective today. So, yeah, he criticized socialism in, in ways, just like I criticized liberalism. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he wasn't a socialist. He was a fucking socialist, dude. So, you know, he wouldn't be decried as a conservative. He would have been a socialist. He fought for socialism. And you're trying to pretend like, oh, George Orwell wasn't a socialist. He fought socialist. No, he didn't. He was a socialist, dude. Good grief. Crack a fucking book, Stefan Mueller nuts. All right, next up, Facebook gods have for me Ben Shapiro versus Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is a goddamn idiot. This guy just contradicts himself. Oh, God, I went too far. Go back. Okay. Full screen. Hopefully you guys can see this. Eh, I'll just read it to you because it's, it's, uh, where are my glasses at? I can't even see that. It's so small for me. That's Dusty put on his glasses. Boom! Sight! Sight is amazing. I can see clearly now that Ben Shapiro's an idiot. All right. Here we go. First off, Ben Shapiro, by labeling a fair bit of common sense behavior racist, the left ensures we can never overcome racism without abandoning common sense. And the next thing he says, Ihan Omar is an anti-Semite. Rashid Tlaibi, whatever her name is, is an anti-Semite. AOC is fine with that, just as she is fine with Jeremy Corbyn's anti-Semitism. Intersectional leftists are happy to let all of these off the hook. This isn't complex. And the next guy says, no, your reaction is supposed to be perhaps using overbroad and nasty labels to describe everyone with whom I disagree is bound to alienate large groups of people and radicalize smaller ones. And the chair throwing guy says, Obama is an anti-Semite and a liar. If this administration has helped Israel, why does all of Israel despise it? 
And then the last guy says, facts don't care about your feelings, Ben. So this is Ben Shapiro versus Ben Shapiro. Just a what a goddamn hypocrite. Now, these guys are all the same. These are the same guys that call me a racist all the time for different bullshit. I got called a racist the other day because I moved in an all-black neighborhood. They're like, you're a racist. You think you're a white saver. The black people need you. Uh, no, I moved to this neighborhood because the property is incredibly cheap. I don't think I'm a black saver. They don't need me for this shit. They don't need me here. I mean, if anything, I'm the worst neighbor here. So... Anyway, they're always calling other people racist, and then they're saying, oh, if you call people racist, then you're the racist. Yeah. Hypocrites, all of them. So let me get off this. Get the fuck off, Ben Shapiro. Go to hell and die. Next up, Facebook gods have for me. All right, uh, this actually happened. Um, was this yesterday? Day before yesterday. So we moved into this house here. It used to be an apartment complex, I guess. It's a big 3,600-square-foot, 100-year-old house that they had sectioned off into three different apartments. So it used to be like a duplex, um, like a low-income uh, duplex. So I'm in here napping, sleeping my ass off. I don't hear anything. And uh, Kelsey goes out to the hallway, and there's a large drunk man standing in our fucking hallway. And he's like, is this an apartment? I want to rent a room. And, of course, that freaks her out because there's a fucking large man standing in the goddamn hallway. And she's like, uh, no, dude, this is our house. You need to leave immediately. And he stood there for a second. She opened the door and she said, Dusty, there's a dude here. And he ran off real fast. So uh, the lesson of this story is I need to lock my fucking doors, dude. Definitely need to lock my fucking doors. We take the dogs in and out all day long, like 10 times a day. So sometimes we forget. But I don't need to forget that shit anymore because that is scary as fuck. Next up, Facebook gods, what do you have for me? Notice the difference? Yeah, I noticed the difference. This is shit that uh, conservatives put out to try to make liberals look bad. This is what they always do. Notice the difference. Talk show host, a Vietnam war hero. Oh my God, Trump is such a patriot. While Obama was such a cuck bullshit motherfucker. But no. As the text says, you know what? I do see the difference. The guy on the left is awarding Ellen with the Presidential Medal of Freedom. That's an award given to American citizens. The guy on the right is given a veteran the president the Presidential Medal of Honor, an award given to soldiers who serve their country. Obama gave out medals of honor to dozens of soldiers, so it is really weird that they chose to use a photo of him with Ellen instead of one of many of those. It's almost as if they were intentionally making an unfair comparison in order to confirm the biases of the uneducated rubes who trust Facebook memes more than actual news. Exactly what the fuck happened. That's exactly what happened with the first thing I posted about the transgender dude. Um, they just read the headline of the article, or they look at the meme, and they don't actually look it up or know what the fuck they're talking about, and they, they really believe it. They spread this shit. That's how information is spread these days. So anyway, fun fact, that veteran served in Vietnam, a war that the current commander-in-chief deferred from serving in five times because he had painful bone spurs. Um, I agree with that, Also, but also at the same time, like everybody wants to diss Donald Trump for uh, dodging the Vietnam War, and I kind of understand that with the way he talks about being a big patriot, supporting the military, and all that bullshit, but at the same time, I'd have been in Canada so fast your head could fucking spin, like I ain't going to fucking Vietnam, that's for goddamn sure, I wouldn't have gone either, fuck that shit, I mean they literally attacked Vietnam because they were a communist country, the fuck is it of ours if they're a communist country, that's their fucking business, you know, gonna go fucking attack countries because we don't like the kind of government they choose. Fuck you, America. That's ridiculous. Next up, Facebook gods. Let's roll the dice and see what we get. Alright, Michael Jackson. As the guy said at the beginning, um, I have been taking a lot of shit for my views on Michael Jackson. 
Uh, I think he's guilty. I watched the Neverland documentary. I watched the After Neverland Oprah special, and then I started researching it for myself, and I think he's fucking guilty. A lot of people are like, ooh, did you see the video from Razor Fist? Did you see it? He put out videos that debunk his whole shit. So I went and looked it up, and you can do it too. Type in Razor Fist MJ Facts, and you can see that almost every fucking thing he says is not true. And that's why you don't trust bullshit Trump supporters on YouTube videos without doing your own research about it, okay? You guys have to be more sophisticated than this. Um, and one of the things I found out is that Michael Jackson, in his private collection, in a, uh, a locked cabinet in his room, they found a whole bunch of nature magazines with new boy, nude boys, but they also found two books. Uh, one of these books was called The Boy, and the other book was called Boys Will Be Boys. And if you research it, it turns out that these books were actually edited by two convicted pedophiles. And many of the pictures taken in these books were actually taken by pedophiles themselves. This is a book that is very coveted among pedophiles because it's actually legal to own, so they won't get in trouble for it. Um, it is a book, and from what I could tell, is mostly bought by pedophiles because it's a book of naked boys. And people are like, well, he had a library of tens of thousands of books. Yeah, like in a separate part of the house. Like, and we're talking about in his private collection in a lockbox in his room. They found this shit. Now, let me ask you a question. This doesn't prove just outright that he's a fucking pedophile, but do you know anybody that has books of naked boys who is not a little bit of a fucking pedophile? I don't know anybody who has books of naked boys. Not a single fucking person. You know, it doesn't help. So look, if you're caught with the... Several books containing almost nothing but naked boys, a bunch of nature, nature magazines containing nothing but na naked boys. Five boys come forward to accuse you of molestation. You, One of them describes your penis in detail, so much so that the investigators and the prosecutors say, yeah, he described this Michael Jackson's penis in great detail. Even the underside of it, we photographed Michael Jackson's penis, and he got it exactly right. There's no way he can know that. And then Michael Jackson gave this boy $22 million to shut the fuck up. Then Michael Jackson's maid said, hey, I saw Michael Jackson with a lot of naked boys. And then Michael Jackson gave her $2 million to shut the fuck up. You know, all of this evidence on top of each other kind of after a while piles the fuck up and makes you think, hey, you know, maybe Michael Jackson's a giant fucking weirdo who molested boys. That's just my opinion. I don't know. I wasn't there, but I think it's probably pretty fucking likely. You can look it up, make up your own mind. But this was the cover of one of the boy, one of the books called The Boy, and I uh, I blurred out his ass here, but you, you can see his little poochy boy ass on the cover of this book that Michael Jackson loves so much. No idea why. It's just art, folks. It's just normal, right? It's normal to have books of naked boys that you just sit around and look at, isn't it? That's perfectly normal. Nothing to see here, folks. Just let him sleep with your children. Sure, nothing will happen. At least you'll get a nice payday out of it. So today I was on the Nine Secular Show, um, which is a podcast, and here's a screenshot of me talking to a Christian. This is our, our reaction to the guy. Um, it was very, very frustrating. Um, the show went really well, and of course the very next day they had J.F. Garapay on there, and now they're taking extreme shit for uh, platforming a white supremacist. The topic was, is slavery good for black people? So uh, yeah, I... I, I, I kind of tried to tell them that they shouldn't platform that guy. I'm kind of on the no platforms for Nazi side. That's kind of my thing. And people are like, you should talk to everybody. Everybody should have a platform. You should bring everybody on. Uh, sunlight is the best disinfectant, which I do kind of agree with. Sunlight is the best disinfectant, but I don't believe you should platform white supremacists like this. And the reason why is because most people that do this aren't really prepared to do it. Doing shit live like this, live debates like this, is much more difficult because the people who are on, like the whites, like JF, he's had much to think about what he's going to say and his ideas and how he's going to present them. But when you hear them live, off the top of your head, it's hard to counteract them, you know, incredi in intelligently a lot of times 
because it, it takes more than just a few seconds to think about what you're supposed to say or to think about what the truth is or to, you know, grasp the entire situation to come back with a good answer. So uh, so a lot of times the bullshit these white supremacists say slips through the cracks and don't get doesn't get countered properly. And the people watching that were like, oh, well, that makes sense. I, uh, yeah, that, I, I agree with that, you know. So that's why it's really dangerous to platform these kind of people if you're not really prepared for it. It's much better to like play videos of them and stuff and then think out ahead of time what the counters are to that and then debunk them and make fun of their videos and shit in order to invite them on, you know. So I have this no platform for Nazis rule and I will not appear on any platform that houses white supremacists and I would not allow them on the show. And I encourage you to do the same, though it's your show. Like you could, I'm not telling you what to do. It's not my business. You do what you want to do. I can have an opinion about it. Just give you my opinion. And they're taking mad shit for this. And that's the reason why. You know, I, I think you made a mistake. But uh, do what you got to do. So let's read the comments now. Let's see if we have some more comments. Scroll it back up. See what the fuck's going on in my chat. On in my chat. Oh, let's see. How far do I need to go here? Uh, all right. Nice intro song. Red Dead Redemption 2. Best ever. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption is good. Hey, Dust Mushroom, miss you. Miss you guys. Thanks. Hashtag Trump. Fuck Trump. Dolt of Custy. I thought it was Dolt of Krusty. Dolt of Krusty is more clever. Dolt of Custy is kind of silly. Come on, TJ. You can do better than that. Dusty. Fuck yes. Hell yeah. The sound is working this time. Yep. Sound working better this time. I figured it out. So good to see you. You were looking great. Thanks. Yeah. 44 years old. Definitely could be worse. Um, I think Motto Motto likes you. Don't know who that is. Oh, I guess I went back too far, reading too much shit. Let me scroll up. Hello from San Antonio. What's up, guys? What the fuck? Took you so long. I don't know, man. I'm slacker. Like, I wasn't sure I could do this live because it's harder to do it live. Like, I like editing shit because I like planning out my lines and jokes and stuff ahead of time. And I like saying lines over and over again to the camera than editing it to look like I'm a genius. And uh, so when I do it live, I fuck up more often and I stumble over my words and I got this fucking mush mouth. Goddamn southern mush mouth. So it's not as good, and uh, but I guess I'm doing okay. I don't worry about it too much. I'm going to try to do this two times a week, and hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Um, I went way too far. Is this not working anymore? Maybe it's not working anymore. Maybe I have to reload it. Reload. Let's see. Let me reopen the restream chat and see if it fucking works. Uh, what is this? What is happening? Do it. Do it. Load. Do it. It's not doing it. Do it. Work. Work. It's not working. Work. Load. Okay. Well, that sucks. It's not really working. Maybe I can load it. Let me see if I can load it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Open it in the browser. Just open it in the fucking browser, dude. Whatever you have to do. Now it's going to load. I don't, That took you long enough. It's like 30 minutes, dude. What the fuck? Ah. <sighs> Later. Fuck off. All right. Do you listen to Jocko Willink's podcast? If so, thoughts? Never heard of him. Sorry. Is it working now? Yeah, it's working now, dudes. You can ask me questions now. What do you want to ask Dusty? You could ask me anything. I got no secrets from you guys because I love you. All right. We'll move on while you guys load up the questions. Let's see what else is here to talk about. All right. Get rid of that. Boom. Fuck off, Dusty. Uh, this is a cool gif. I do... Um, <clears throat> Mortal Kombat game's coming out, and it looks fucking brutal. So I posted, damn, it's been a tough day, but at least it couldn't get any worse. And then the universe is like, boom, kicks my nuts, and then my skull comes out of my fucking head. Let me play that again. She walks up. What? Play. Why, why are you not playing? 
fuck off. God damn it. Why is this so complicated? Uh, all right. You saw it. You saw it. It happened. Whatever. Fuck you, Facebook. Suck a dick. And I got memed. Ladies and gentlemen, I got memed. Be sure to use this meme everywhere. Here we go. What? 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 It froze. Like, what the fuck? God damn it. Why is this what? so complicated? All right, let's try it again. What? 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 What the fuck? What the fuck? Obviously, the greatest meme of all time. You guys should spread this everywhere. What? 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 What, what the, the fuck? fuck? It's available on my Facebook, if you guys want that. It's also available on my Twitter. I have a new Twitter. As many of you know, I got permanently banned on Twitter by Shoe On Heads fans. Fucking Shoe On Heads fans. Shoe! Anyway, but I have a new Twitter now. It's Cult of Dusty One. Easy enough to remember. Cult of Dusty One. So if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, you can also find that uh, on my Twitter. I would say it was a GIF, but it wasn't a GIF. And uh, here is what it's like to play a virtual reality game in a house full of dogs. It's like, yeah, die, and then I get humped. That's that's pretty much my life. I'm like, ooh, yeah, you look sexy there playing the video games with your headset on. Let's hump your leg. Get off me, dog. God damn it. So let's go back to the questions and see if there's questions now. All right, cool. There's some questions. What up, folks? All right. Um, convenient. Yes. Dust it every day. Twice a week so far. I'll do it twice a week. Saving your $5 up? I don't know what that means. Thoughts on UBI? I think UBI is a great idea. Um, UBI stands for Universal Basic Income. That's basically where they give us all a little bit of money every month so we don't have to work our lives away for nothing. And why, really, should we have to spend every goddamn day of our life working at jobs that we don't enjoy? You know, life should be about more than that. It should be about enjoyment, doing what you want to do. And I think uh, Universal Basic Income is going to happen eventually. Eventually, robots are going to take over most of our jobs. And so we're going to have to have something like this to sustain society. Um, you need a YouTube chat mod. Yes, I do. I need to figure this shit out. I'm figuring it out on the go. Like I said, this is my first live stream like this, and I'm doing the best I can so far, but I'm getting there. Slowly but surely, it'll get better and better. Um, Dusty doesn't even look like an old man. I'm a boomer. There's only two uh, types of people. There's boomers and there's millennials, and that's it, according to the internet. So I'm not a millennial, so I'm a boomer. Even though I'm a Gen X, I'm still a boomer. So it's okay. I'm okay with it. Dusty, what's your opinion on Justice Smollett? I mean, obviously, the dude's a dumbass. He's guilty. I, I was pretty sure he was guilty from the very beginning. His story did not make sense. But at the same time, they're trying to give him, like, 64 years, which is goddamn crazy. You know, they, he should get a couple years, I think. But, like, he was making, like, over a million dollars a year in a show, and now he's making zero, um, and his life is over, and he's an outcast and a pariah. So that's pretty good punishment enough, in my opinion. But a couple years is enough. 64 years is rather ridiculous. Are you looking forward to WrestleMania Seat 35? Uh, no, I don't watch wrestling anymore. Um, ever since the UFC became popular, I don't really care about wrestling anymore. You know, It's hard to watch people fake fight when you can watch people real fight. And that's just my opinion. I mean, I know it's an entertainment thing. I know it's more like a soap, soap opera for dudes, but... What is your favorite movie? Uh, probably still Pulp Fiction. Although, like, I really thought the uh, the Avengers movie was good. The one with Thanos. I thought that was, like, the most epic movie of all time. And the reason because is because they had so many other movies that built up to this movie. Like, every character had their own movies. So, like, they had the characters on the screen and you felt like you are attached to them. They didn't have to build up the characters during the movie because you'd already seen a whole other movies about them. So, every character was fully developed. Which is, like, no other movie in history has ever been so developed like that. Because no other movie in history has had a catalog of back movies like that one so i thought it was really good address the jew question um what jew question 
Jews are cool. No problem with Jews. I don't like the Jewish government sometimes. I think they're pretty shitty. But as far as Jews goes, mm, seem okay to me. Like, I can't tell Jewish people from other people normally. So it's kind of hard to be prejudiced against somebody when you can't even tell them apart. Um, what is your opinion on the Mandela Effect videos on YouTube? Uh, the Mandela Effect is basically uh, I forgot for dummies, you know? It's just you remembered incorrectly. That's all it is. There's no alternative universe you were involved in, and now you're not involved in a new alternative universe. You're just a dumb person that forgot. And our brains are faulty. We misremember things all the time incorrectly. That's why uh, eyewitness testimony is so horrible a lot of times. Uh, NSS did nothing wrong by having JF on. Just because you invite someone on your show doesn't mean you advocate for that. No, you're not advocating for their views, but you're giving them a platform where they can sometimes uh, spout shit that you can't catch or you can't counter uh, in time enough to where it can slip through, which is, in my opinion, you know, it's, it's vile. Like, he's spreading hatred and vileness, and I wouldn't fucking platform him, and I wouldn't allow that shit on my channel. But if they want to do it, it's fine, you know? I had this conversation with the Drunken Peasants guys. They wanted me to come on and debate JF, and I'm like, if you want to have that guy on there, have him on, but I'm not going to have anything to do with it. I don't want to fucking be associated with any platform with that dude. Um, maybe download the videos? Maybe. What's an oral cream pie, and how does it differ to facials? Uh, a facial is where you come on the girl's face, and oral cream pie is where you come directly in her mouth. So, pretty simple. Uh, how amazing is Steve Shives? If I could live again, I'd be just like Shives. He's amazing, right? Uh, I don't know much about Steve Shives. I know he blocks a lot of people. I think the hatred about him is pretty, like, insane. Like, people treat that guy like he raped people. And I think that's a bit over the top. But, you know, I think blocking people is silly. So, nice meme, Dusty. Thanks. I saw this yesterday. Cool. Anybody that wants to follow me on Facebook to see all this stuff can do so at facebook.com slash cult of Dusty. Dusty, memeception. That's right. Meme inside a meme inside a meme. It's like Michael Scott said. I saw the movie Inception the other day. Or at least I dreamed I did. Fucks you. Yeah, fucks you. Fucks you on the head. Um, are you a fan of atheism as a stopple? Hell no. Fuck that guy. Racist, in my opinion. He's a ra Not only is he racist, but he's like, he's sad. He's like this. He's obviously a narcissist, but see, narcissism is oftentimes a, a, a symbol of low self-esteem. Like when you have to brag about yourself all the time, pretend like you're such a badass. It's usually kind of a low self-esteem thing. You got to build yourself up because you really don't feel confident about yourself, which is why he never appears on screen. He never really shows his face. You know, even when I've talked to him before on streams and stuff, he still won't show his face because he's insecure about his looks, which, you know, I'm not going to make fun of his looks, but it's pretty clear he is. Um, we need a new Butt Pony song. Yeah. Butt Ponies taste great. I actually took that off uh Apple recently, like it was available for download and to buy for a long time, but nobody bought it, so it was actually costing me more more money to have it up there than it was to to take it off. So I took it down. But yeah, you guys can still listen to it free if you never heard the Butt Pony song. Just type Butt Ponies uh, Cult of Dusty into Google, and you will love that song because it's amazing. Good man, spread more than Mississippi. Okay, I, don't, I guess I should move on and not read everything that you guys are saying. These are such a lot of comments and everything. I'll come back in a second, read some more comments after I do some more topics. How about that? Um, Jerry Falwell. Oh my God, this guy, this motherfucker right here, right? <sighs> only real racists call other people racist. They're the only ones who think that way. You are literally calling people racist right now. So by your own logic, you're a racist. That's how smart you are, dude. You're so stupid. You're literally calling your own self a goddamn racist in this tweet. This is Jerry Falwell, the uh, guy who runs, uh, what is that fucking, the largest Christian college in the world. Um, and he also recently gave his pool boy, who he is just friends with, wink, wink, uh, $1.6 million in which they bought a gay flop house together. Mm -hmm. And nobody's talking about it. Like, nobody's talking about it. It's weird as fuck, dude. But uh, that's the world we live in. It's insane. 
So next up, oh yeah, somebody told me there's another podcast out there. Apparently, it's the, the Call of Duty podcast, and it's pretty popular. They had some videos that had like over 100,000 views and shit. But, and so I was going to change the name of the show, but I like the podcast name. I think that's a badass name, and I'm pretty sure I was doing my podcast before them. Not 100% on that, but sort of think that's true. So anyway, they haven't done a video in about six months, so I'm thinking about just keeping the name because, you know, why not? What are they going to do, sue me? Uh, please don't sue me. Please don't sue me. Okay, we're going to move on uh, to Twitter now. That's right. Twitter. Got a whole bunch of shit lined up for Twitter. How long have we been doing this show? Uh, 51 minutes. All right, we're going to do about a 90-minute show, so we're right on par to do a 90-minute show. I am rocking this shit. Hells yeah. I should do this for a living. Um... And you guys should help me do this for a living. If you want to see more episodes of this, please support me on Patreon. Patreon.com front slash podcast. And uh, like I said, it charges you monthly. Dollar or two, five, ten, twenty thousand. Whatever you want to give would definitely help and encourage me to do more of these episodes. All right. Um, first off, we're going to talk about Galaxy Brain Dave Rubin. Obviously a huge brain genius. Um, and here is him just getting fucking totally destroyed his argument by uh, Noam Chomsky, who's one of my favorites. So, so I'm uh, always looking for a little... Stop for a second. Stop. Just shut the fuck up for a second, dude. Let me make you full screen so everybody can see your dumbness. Okay, here we go. Why is this not... Get off. Fuck off, thing. Why is this thing... Get off. Move. Yeah, move up there. Whatever you gotta do, dude. All right, here we go. Here we go again. Play, goddammit! Push the fucking button! What in the... Oh, God damn it. I'm going to kill something. You goddamn motherfucker. What is fucking wrong with you? Play the fucking thing. Why is it not... What am I doing wrong? Play. What? Oh, my God. What the fuck? All right, let me hit refresh. I don't understand what the hell is happening here. This is an awesome live show. It's going so well so far. Fuck my life. Trick to, to get through to these All right, kids. here we go. So I'm always looking for a little trick. To, to get through to these kids. And it's really hard because when they have that sort of glossed over zombie look, it's, it's tough. And I found one trick that actually kind of works if you can get it to them in, in the most simple personal way. And this particularly works in the United States and I have no doubt that it would work here in Australia as well. I'll say to them, anyone in this room, does anyone in this room have it worse than their grandparents? Now I've done this, I don't know, a hundred times probably. Nobody has ever raised their hand. Nobody ever. No, it's not. I don't think so. I mean, there was rising standards of living in slave societies. Slaves were much better off in the early 19th century than in the early 18th century. Is that an argument for slavery? Well, I'm... Oh, it's a terrible argument, you know. I mean, you, in any system... In fact, you could give that argument for Stalinism. Uh, there was very substantial economic growth in the Soviet Union. It's the second world, not the third. It was until 1989. It was the second world, not the third world. Now it's back in the third world because it's undergoing capitalist reforms, something you're not allowed to say, incidentally. You, but if you read, you'll notice. They've had 10 years of capitalist reforms, which have driven them right back into the third world where they came from. Okay. But if you just look at it in terms of economic growth, it was reasonably successful. That's exactly what bothered Western leaders. Similar arguments were given for Bolshevism, or take say fascism. I mean, why was Hitler so popular? You know, Hitler was the most, uh, through, through the 30s, Hitler was the most popular leader probably in German history. Well, the reason is he carried out a social revolution. People were living a lot better. I mean, like not everybody, you know, not Jews, for example, uh, but people were, but Germans were living a lot better. It was very successful. 
uh, Hitler un either understood or you know figured out, or his advisors did, that uh, large-scale scale state expenditures could rescue a, a morbid capital economy from destruction, pretty much what American business learned during the Second World War, and he was doing it. Uh, and it was, uh, the economy was booming, people were better off, and so on. Is that an argument for fascism? Owned. <laughs> Fucking gotta love Noam Chomsky. So yeah, Dave Rubin's argument is basically like, what are you guys complaining about? You have it better than your fucking parents do. You have it better than your grandparents do. Yeah, the reason we have it better than our grandparents do is because they fought for change, man. They fought to make our lives better. You know, they didn't say, hey, we have it better than our grandparents, so let's just stop. Let's be satisfied with society. No, they kept fighting for a better society, and that's what we do. Yeah, we have it better than they do, but society is still not perfect. There are improvements that definitely could be made, so we still fight for those improvements for society, you know? it's how stupid Dave Rubin's arguments are. Don't do anything, kids. Just fucking sit there and... Oh, shit, what happened? Oh, I gotta move this over here. Back down. All right, good. So, fuck Dave Rubin. That's what I'm trying to really say here. And next up, what do the Facebook gods have? All right, AOC. Man, she's so popular. She could probably get made president today if she was, like, 35. She's too young, but we'll see if any kind of, like, major scandal rocks her before she gets 35, but I definitely see this uh, this chick being president someday if she can keep the path she's headed right now. So anyway, she's like, cool, cool, this is fine, totally acceptable and normal rhetoric legitimized by the, by the presence of members of Congress and the president. Let me guess, no apologies necessary here because they've simply been misunderstood. So he's basically threatening her. Like this, this is uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. again, the Mr. Pool Boy, um, who we just talked about. And let's see what he has to say. All right. Goddamn. We didn't. That, that's Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. My boys always had guns in their hands. So you, we didn't. That, that's not something. Hashtag me too. That's not something you teach them. That's something they're born with. But as far as those cows you mentioned, I've got 100 cows. You just let Alexandria Cortez show up at my house and try to take my cows away. Yes. I, I love cows, Jerry. They're delicious. <laughs> you just let her show up at my house. We'll fucking shoot her if she tries to take my cows away. This is the big new talking point for Republicans. They're trying to take our hamburgers. They're trying to kill our cows. Well, first off, you guys do know that when you eat a hamburger, you kill the cow, right? You're trying to kill the cows. See, and... The thing is, is it, it, they're trying to scare people with this. This is what they do. They're fear mongers. They just try to lie to people and scare you. Let me close this down. Um, the, real, the real deal with this is her new deal is not trying to kill your cows. It's not trying to take your cows away from you. She realizes that we have a society that cow farts do hurt. It sounds funny, but it's true. The cow farts go into the air and they hurt the fucking environment. They are one of the leading causes of global warming. And so but she still understands that we're not going to get rid of cows anytime soon because our technology is not there. Eventually, we will have technology to produce all our meat in laboratories, which everybody should be on board for. You know, it'll be cheaper, better for the environment, and it will be without animal cruelty. So eventually, 100 years in the future, however long it takes, all of our fucking meat will be lab grown and everybody should be per perfectly fine with that. But she understands that we're not going to get there anytime soon. So what she's trying to do is make policies that offset the cow farts, you know, not get rid of your hamburgers, not kill your cows, but policies that actually become carbon neutral and, you know, offset what they're doing. And they're basically lying about her Green New Deal and trying to fear monger to scare people into not supporting her. You know, we see right through you. It's bullshit. And you're fucking shameless fucks. And that dude, fucking Jerry Falwell, one of the most shameless fucks in history. The fact that he runs the largest Christian college in the world is just sad as fuck. And secular talk, Kyle Kalinske, who I think is a cool guy. I like him. If you had not supported him yet, you should probably do that. 
Kylie Jenner is a billionaire. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard this, but Kylie Jenner just became a billionaire. Seems like a very short yet incredibly potent and all-encompassing argument against the current state of economic affairs. Exactly. If this bitch can come up, become a fucking billionaire, the system is broken, folks. It's fucking broken. If there was, let, let me put it this way. Let's say you were designing an online role-playing game. And so you design it, put it out there, and in this online role-playing game, like 100, say there were 7 billion people playing your game, and somehow 100 people found out a way to take 50% of the gold for themselves. You would immediately say, okay, well, there's an exploit in my game. Clearly, there's an exploit in this game that I need to patch. The game is broken. You know, it's not fair to the other, you know, vast majority, 99.999% of the people that are playing the game. So you would put out a patch and you would correct that. That's exactly what we have now. We have a system that's completely fucking broken that is set up to work for the rich and make the rich richer. And Kylie Jenner being a billionaire is a perfect fucking example of this broken ass system. Next up. All right, more Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, gotta love Jerry Falwell Jr. First, he threatened to shoot AOC. You guys just heard. And then he's gonna kill Muslims, right? This guy. This is the, one of the leading Christians in the planet. This, this is the guy that Trump wanted to be the Secretary of Education. I shit you not. This guy was gonna be in charge of all you kids' education, but he turned it down. That's how bad things are in this fucking country. So before they, before they walk in. If some of those people in that community center had had what I've got in my back pocket right now, <laughs> a dildo? Is it? Did you get from your pool boy? Is it illegal to pull it out? I don't know. I bet you like to pull it out. But you pull it out all the time. I've, I've always thought if more if more good people had concealed carry permits, then we could end those Muslims before they before they walk in and kill us. We should we could end those Muslims before they walk in and kill us. So, <laughs> so I, I just wanna I just wanted to take this opportunity to encourage all The thing is, Jackass, Muslim terrorism in the United States is actually fairly rare, okay? I think something like 70% of the domestic terrorism in this country was caused by right-wing fanatics. But you're not mentioning that, huh? Because you're sitting there talking to a bunch of fucking right-wingers. So you're going to scapegoat the Muslims. And like I've said many times, I'm not a fan of Islam. Everybody knows that. I make videos against Islam. If anybody ever fucking preaches Islam in front of me or to me, I will stand up and I will explain to them exactly why that is fucking stupid. But being prejudiced against somebody simply because they're a Muslim is fucking bullshit. Just like it's sh shitty to treat somebody badly just because they're a fucking Christian or, you know, Buddhist or whatever the fuck they are. Most Muslims, like most Christians and most atheists and most everybody, are good fucking people and should be treated with respect. And by saying shit like this, what you're doing is you're demonizing these people and you're making sure that more people treat them like shit based on their religion, which is bullshit. You wouldn't want somebody to treat you like that way, even though Christian conservatives are much more likely to murder people. You wouldn't want people to treat you and your fucking Liberty University this way, so you shouldn't treat other people this way. But you're obviously a fucking goddamn hypocrite. You're an asshole and you're evil so fuck you next up what else we got low laura ingram gotta love her galaxy brain shit here let's hear her explain this and then i'll explain why this is stupid if you can't immediately tell god damn it why is everything always in the way all right here we go is it muted don't be muted girls are being abused raped and in some cases trafficked as part of these caravans and it is despicable what is happening to these young people Congress needs to get its head out of the sand and stop this madness once and for all. If someone crosses the border illegally, with rare exception, they should be turned back immediately. Family units or people posing as fam family units would not make this dangerous trek once word spread in their home country. 
Congress should pass this law. If you want to apply for asylum, that's fine. But you should do so in the safety of your home country. Or, as, as is beginning to happen now, once you're in the United States and you... Hilarious. That's right, folks. If you want to apply for asylum because your country is too dangerous, you should do it from the safety of your own country. That makes perfect sense, doesn't it? God damn, these people are stupid. Like, obviously, there's a reason they want asylum. Because they're not fucking safe, dude. Fuck. And, uh, I don't know if... Let's see if I can find the original tweet for this Roosh guy. Uh, eh, maybe I'll skip that for now. So I'll come back to it. Okay, this is an awesome one. Um, this is Eric Prince. Eric Prince is the guy who uh, ran Blackwater, which you might remember was the mercenary unit that Bush hired during the Iraq War, who would just randomly go around and murder innocent people, and nothing ever happened to them. Um, and he is also the brother-in-law of Betsy DeVos, who is our Secretary of Education, the woman who is running all of our fucking children's education. Amazing, right? So here is him basically uh, accidentally admitting that he lied to Congress, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him put in jail. Actually, I would be surprised to see him put in jail because these rich, powerful assholes never get what's coming to him. But he absolutely did lie to Congress, and here's him basically trying to pretend like he didn't, but this guy fucking calls him out, and it's hilarious. So let's watch it. I certainly uh, disclosed any uh, any meetings. The very, very not few the, I had. Not in the congressional testimony you gave to the House. We went through it. You didn't mention anything about August 2016 meeting in Trump Tower. I they did. specifically asked you what context you have, and you didn't answer that. Uh, I don't believe I was asked that question. You were asked, were there any communic formal communications or contact with the campaign? You said, apart from writing papers, putting up yard signs, no. That's what you said. I've got the transcript of the conversation here. Sure. I, mean, I might have been, uh, I, I think I was at Trump headquarters or the campaign headquarters. Trump maybe, Town, uh, August 3rd, 2016. You, possible. an Israeli dude, a back channel to the Emiratis and the Saudis, Don Jr., Stephen Miller. We were there to talk about Iran policy. Are you there to talk about Iran policy? Mm -hmm. Don't you think that's something important to disclose to the House Intelligence Committee while you're under oath? I did. You didn't. You just went through the testimony. There's no mention <laughs> of the Trump Tower meeting in August 2016. Why not? I don't know if they got the transcript wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They got the transcript wrong. Mm -hmm. So we. I, I don't know. I remember. I remember uh, certainly discussing. I mean, this is a problem for you because we know that Robert Mueller. He hasn't been able to establish collusion yet, but he has got a lot of guys for lying to the authorities and not telling the whole truth. Is that a problem now? That even if you accidentally didn't tell them, that could come back and haunt you? I fully cooperated and I haven't heard anybody, I haven't heard from anybody in more than nine months. <laughs> That's hilarious. The transcript was wrong. I was telling the truth the whole time. Busted. I love this fucking reporter. This is how reporting should be done. I have no idea why this guy agreed to go on the show with this goddamn reporter. Like, he was an idiot for doing this. But this reporter did let him off the hook. He had the transcript, knew what the fuck he was talking about, and fucking nailed his ass. So love it. More reporting like this. Please nail these motherfuckers. This should be the gold standard. Oh, yeah. Um, this is Roosh. Here's the original tweet I was talking about in the last thing. Um, he's some kind of stupid-ass, anti-SJW conservative YouTuber who is popular for some reason, who put out a video last month saying that the obsession with women's butts is actually a ploy to make men homosexual. Yeah. Okay. So now he's posting females can't help but display their sexuality even when it limits their range of motion in public safety jobs. God damn this guy. What the fuck? Yeah, that's right, women. You're just trying to show off your sexuality no matter if it hurts your job or not. Fucking women. And then uh, Nate's like, Nate talks to you who's also a good account. He's like, uh, what about this? Here's some men showing off their fucking butts. Ain't got nothing to say about that, do you? Roosh. Nope. 
Because it's a double standard. When it's women doing it, they're showing off their sexuality. But when it's men doing it, hey, they're just dressed for the job, right? That's how misogynists are, people. They see things one way, and they are dumb. All right, another funny video. This one should go in my religious bullshit video sometime, but I'll just play it here instead. This is why people make fun of crazy Christians. He's saying, everybody should do that once. It's a wonderful experience. And somebody's like, I believe it. Like, this is fucking normal. People try to tell me all the time that religion is not a mental illness. How the fuck is this not a mental illness? These people are clearly fucking mentally ill. Holy shit, dude. Next up, Twitter gods have Andy Worski for us. Oh, God, Andy. Oh, Andy. Low IQ Andy. Um, So... Andy decided it would be cool to go on his YouTube live stream and show pictures of underage girls in sexual positions. Oh, God, dude. What is wrong with you, dude? I know that you're so desperate for fucking attention. I know that you'll do anything for attention. You'll bring Nazis on your show and buddy up to them. You'll literally hire white supremacists to be your co-host. You'll burn your nipples live on air. But dude, come on. This is, this is pathetic on such a high level. It's hard to even... Oh, God. Seriously. Next, um, am I tired of facials yet? I already answered the facial question, so we're going to move on. For those of you who don't remember, I invented facials right about the time I invented t-shirts, but no need to talk about that right now. And uh, this one, like, the anti-SJWs have been using this picture of this woman forever. Can you guys get some fucking new material? Seriously, this shit is getting old. You just say the same things over and over again. There's no originality whatsoever. Surely there has to be another SJW whose picture you could use besides running the same shit into the ground over and over again. It's just old as fuck. God damn it, you people are so unoriginal. And uh, that brings that was about the uh, new Captain Marvel movie. If you guys haven't seen the new Captain Marvel movie, I hear it's decent. I haven't seen it, but... Anti-SJWs and conservatives are freaking the fuck out because they happen to cast a woman as Captain Marvel. And that's clearly a feminist propaganda agenda. Don't shove your feminist agenda down our throat making us think women are badass and do anything men can do. Because they can't. Get in the kitchen, Captain Marvel, and make me a fucking sandwich. So Lauren Chen, who is a popular, very cute, but very dumb, popular uh, figure in the alt-light anti-SJW community, is taking shit for it because she liked the movie. She's like, I'm being called a feminist, brainwashed, and a sellout for saying Captain Marvel was pretty good by people who haven't even seen it. If progressives attack the liberal just for saying that the show Roseanne was entertaining, you guys would call them snowflakes, and they would. It's almost like you've joined a side that is completely hypocritical and behaves exactly the same way they accuse SJWs of behaving. Because you have. They do. You guys behave exactly the fucking same way. You're the other side of the same exact coin, which makes you fucking hypocrites, which is why I don't have any association with you. You know, why can't you see through this yet? Smarten up, Lauren. 
And uh, let's see. Oh, Mark, this is funny. <laughs> Marco Rubio. Oh, God. Okay, so Marco Rubio, he's basically trying to scare everybody over Venezuela, you know, because Venezuela is the pinnacle of socialism, clearly. You know, nobody can do socialism better than Venezuela, so they've proven socialism can't possibly work. So he's always trying to scare people about socialism. So he's like, today, another transformer explosion at the German Dam in Bolivar State caused another massive blackout. The results, critical ill patients have died. The Caracas Metro remains out of the service, and few, if any, flights have arrived or departed from Caracas in over 20 hours. So the first line of this is what's funny. Today, another transformer exploded at the German Dam. So anyway, the next guy's like, uh, Senator Marco Rubio, an important transformer exploded in Bolivia, and, and that, in part, again, collapsed the Venezuelan electric system. However, it was not a dam, much less a German dam. My name is German Dam. I am one of the journalists who published the information. He thought the dude's name was a German dam. God damn, that's funny. Classic Rubio. Oh, God, we have such idiots running our country. God help America. Um, and Captain Marvel, as I was talking about in the last segment, uh, all the anti-HWs are hating on it. Uh, and they're like, oh, this is going to flop. It's going to totally flop. Made $455 million globally so far. Huge success. So you guys boycotting and bitching and crying about it had no effect on it whatsoever. Sad. And uh, yeah, I like this one. This is from Renfamous. I am so grateful that Captain Marvel for introducing us to the world of fragile male movie reviews. Yeah, uh, stuff like... The film is loaded with anti-male imagery. Oh no, men. We're so oppressed. The women are coming for us. You can't be a man anymore. You can't be manly. Oh my God. It's just, God, you guys are so fucking whiny. You guys complain all the time about people playing the victims and being snowflakes, but you're exactly the fucking snowflakes you're complaining about. You're like the worst of the worst. You know, at least black people have a legitimate claim. You know, at least women, to a lot of degree, have a legitimate complaint. You know, but gay people have legitimate complaints. Transgender people have legitimate complaints. White men? Eh, not really, dudes. We still have it made. We still run fucking things. We've always fucking run things. And it doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon. So get your panties out of a wad. God damn it. And uh, more on this. Let us never forget the level of box office expertise. Yeah, these are what the people are saying about this movie. Uh... The quartering. Captain Marvel plummets 100 million in projections. Everything is fine. I can't believe this was seen 514,000 times, people. Holy shit, this is what's popular on YouTube. It's just sad what the fuck this shit's become. This idiot clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. It made $455 million. You know, so much for you knowing any fucking thing, you idiots. And this guy, Geeks and Gamers, another week, 105,000 views. Another week's anti SJWs who does nothing but, but bitch. Just like any SJW he complains about, he searches through movies and finds things to be offended about. I mean, is that not the pinnacle, typical anti-SJW behavior you guys complain about all the time? It is. He's like, Captain Marvel Bucks House projections keep dropping. Yeah, it dropped way down, didn't it? They are doing horribly. Uh, the quartering, Disney and Adventures cast upset with Brie, Lar- Brie Larson and Captain Marvel. Recasting coming? No. Definitely not. She made $455 million so far. It just came out, dude. You're an idiot. Captain Marvel needs to fail. Well, it didn't, so suck a dick. Captain Marvel will fail because of Brie Larson's sexism. Wrong! You're dumb. But look at all the fucking views this shit's getting, folks. It's just nuts. YouTube is just the dumpster fire. Captain Marvel is doomed. 140K views. No, it's not. Your dumbass opinion is doomed. Captain Marvel is in trouble. 25K. No, it's not in trouble. It's doing amazing. You're a fucking moron. All right, and uh, those of you might remember (laughs) Trump. Gotta love Trump. He's basically Kevin from The Office, definitely. The other day, he was talking to Tim Cook, who is the uh, CEO of Apple, and he called him Tim Apple. 
and he's like, hey, I only called him Tim Apple because I was trying to save time. You know, it's less words and it saves time. Why is everybody so offended by that? Why is everybody making fun of me? And it's just like Kevin. So me think, why waste time say lot word when few word do trick? And that's fucking Trump in a nutshell. God damn it, we have an idiot running the goddamn country. It's just sad. And here's some of my other favorite names that Trump calls people. Bill Microsoft, Elon Tesla, Ben Electricity, and George America. Would not be surprised to see him do that at all. And, uh, oh yeah, a woman got attacked by a jaguar at a wildlife zoo. Um, why do you ask? Because she jumped the barrier to get a selfie. This is nasty. Sorry, folks. Gore alert. She jumped to get a fucking selfie with a jaguar and, uh, shocker, it attacked her. And I know what all of you guys are thinking. Don't worry. The jaguar is fine. They did not kill the jaguar. The jaguar is fine. So good for the jaguar. Keep up the good work. This bitch is dumb. And, uh... Next, we're going to talk about uh, Tim Pool. And this is my friend, uh, Tim Blake, who is my co-host on Vadim, the guy from Creationist Cat. He's created a new podcast. We're actually filming it after this show. We're going to film the first episode. Hopefully, it'll work. We've tried to film it several times before, but it keeps failing. We keep having technical difficulties. So hopefully, it'll work this time. Um, and uh, I'm going to be one of the co-hosts. And also, Tim Blake is going to be a co-host. And um, so he's talking about Tim Pool. And basically, Tim Pool is like, he was on uh, Alex Jones, not Alex Jones, he was on Joe Rogan the other day. And uh, he was saying, why does everybody keep calling me a conservative? I'm actually a liberal. I support a progressive tax system, government regulation, and social programs. But this is it's such a bullshit argument, these people. It's like him and Sargon and Dave Rubin, they always make these bullshit arguments. They're like, see, I, I support all these liberal fucking positions. Why do people call me a conservative? And, it's, and Tim just nails him. Obviously, you ran about how much you hate the left and how concerned you are for the poor, old, suffering conservatives and right-wingers way, way more than putting left-wing policies and ideas. And that's exactly right. Let's, let's take a look. Um, here's this fucking guy's channel. All this guy does is shit on the left. That's all he fucking does. Does he, he makes say he supports all these liberal positions, but he never supports any of the fucking candidates who actually pass these liberal positions. All he does is continuously shit on liberals and boost up conservatives, make it more likely for conservatives to be elected, who will do exactly the opposite of what he claims he is for. So if you're supporting people that would do the exact opposite of what you claim you're for, and you almost never talk about the shit you claim you're for, never support it, then what you do is what you actually believe. Not the bullshit you lie about, not the bullshit you claim you believe, but what you do proves what you believe. And what you are is a conservative. Your actions prove you're conservatives. Look at your fucking channel, dude. You are a conservative. You're a conservative commentator. Jesse Smollett removed. Uh, Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett. Covington Kids. Uh, it's mostly just a feminist band. Democrat Omar against Democrats. He's against AOC. Another AOC video. Another AOC video against Muslims. Against Vice because you're too liberal. It's like every fucking thing you put out is shitting on liberals and boosting up conservatives. So stop pretending like you really care about these social issues and you're supporting them because you're not. Your actions are supporting the exact opposite of what you claim to support. Um, oh yeah, and this is, this is hilarious. Let, let me just play it. He's so stupid. Goddamn. This dude. 100% fake news. Here we go. Someone says, is Alex Jones 100% fake news? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think Alex Jones is no different from any other partisan news website. No uh, different. I don't think Alex Jones makes things up. I just, you know, I would put InfoWars and Huffington Post in a similar bracket. Huffington Post is left, InfoWars is right. 
Infowars has done a good job over the past several years of moving more into the mainstream, the more acceptable, and uh, they've gotten away from a lot of the crazier conspiracy stuff. But uh, so, so yeah, a lot of the stuff to put out now isn't. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they're totally mainstream. Infowars, they're totally, totally normal. They don't, they don't talk conspiracies at all. Gave them all the sophisticated AI, and now China announces they've got all these AI drones that are autonomous and all these AI weapon systems to direct their aircraft. So, so what I'm telling you is China has no rules. 20 years ago, they had cows that produced human milk. 20 years ago, they had spiders that produced body armor, spider guts. Okay, They have human-animal hybrids 30 years ago. They've got giant human tissue farms. You know, you hear, oh, your, your Achilles is torn. We've got a grown-in-a-lab attendant. It's not a frickin' tendon grown-in-a-lab. It's a frickin' a deal a humanoid. These aren't humans. The way they get around it is they wait make a minute, a, Wait a minute, wait a minute. They we're, make we're, a few, we're saying so many things. This is, listen, I love you to death. But you say <laughs> I bet you so $10 million many different humanoids things. Are real. I believe they are. But you say so many different things without stopping. It's hard because for I'm reporting to, to the government agency, so they'll listen and investigate. I'm decompartmentalizing. Okay, but this will be studied for years. So what? <laughs> no, what I'm I telling believe you, is, you. I believe Joe, you. Joe, I believe Joe, you. Joe, 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 Joe. Yes, Joe. It was in MIT Quarterly 25 years ago that they had human-animal embryos, but they killed. Hold on, let's skip ahead. The globalists want to play God. They have what they call a breakaway civilization. So instead of talking about the breakaway civilization, I was talking about Sandy Hook, which I get, and I appreciate you letting me cover, and I'm sorry it ever happened. I believed it happened. I'm sorry for people's pain. And then I ask the families, and I ask the, the, the lawyers, and I ask them all, stop in my name, saying I'm the wolf at the door, saying go after these families, and stop running around through the news everywhere saying Alex Jones says Sandy Hook didn't happen. Because did. the media, well, about the media the is the most unpopular thing in the world with 7% approval rating in Gallup. So when they say that I say it's fake, that sends people to Connecticut because people think the media lies. Right. So if they're saying Alex Jones said it didn't happen, it must have not happened, and now they're trying to create a violent event not the families, but I think some of the people involved know that if they make a big enough hype established during the last twelve months in the U.S. But hold on, but hold on, William Shatner, I know you know. But let's let's start slow because the, you you, they you go over so many different things. hydrogen bombs trying to ignite the atmosphere yes. in the nineteen sixties. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, it's a twenty-minute video. I'm not going to play it all, but he is still as crazy as ever been, just fucking ranting and raving about all kinds of bullshit. So to say he's as mainstream as everybody else. I mean, how can you sit there and say that you're a liberal or progressive? You're not. You fucking support all these conservatives, and we see right there, yeah, and it's bullshit. Bullshit. All right, I'm going to finish this up by answering the questions I have in the last 10 minutes. So uh, if I don't get to your question, then I apologize. Let's see if I have any. Did I get any of the... Hey, I got some, I got some of these. All right, let's see. All right. Uh, let me scroll up so I can read all these. These are my super chats, my first super chats ever. Thank you, guys. You rock. Keep helping the cats and hope you find your friend. Yeah, I hope I find him too. If anybody knows the information, please let me know. Ahoy, Dusty. Ahoy, Planer Walk. Thank you. Appreciate this. Uh, scroll down. Why is this not scrolling? God damn it. What the fuck? You goddamn son of a slut. You fuck. All right. Um, Logic, my good man. Thank you. Review your wallet, USA. Kent Hovind, CPA, says, here's a super chat, Dusty. You the man. How could I be the man when you're the man? Jaggerberg gave me 549. Is that a pound? I don't even know what that converts to. But thank you. As a suicide survivor, I'm sorry to hear about Nate. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Nico Tosia. Toshia? Toshia. 
$5 says, a trans man uses he, him pronouns. You misgender the teen. That article, no worries. Just Oh, yeah, I probably did. I'm sorry if I did that. Like, I, I posted a link back to that, no, a comment back to that woman, and I got the pronouns right in my link. But if I messed it up, I'm sorry. I It's a him. He is being forced to fight women. So, sorry. Um, Mike MC Atheist, $5. Happy birthday, Great White Hope. Thank you. I appreciate that, guys. Very kind. Uh, Polly Pockets, much love from Polly and the Black Apostate. Two Black Atheists, also, we are Generation X, not Boomer Dracer. They always forget Gen X. Yeah, they do always forget Gen X. But like I said, it's the internet, and for now, there's only two different generations. There's the Millennials and Boomers, and so anybody's not a Millennial, you're a Boomer. $2 from Final Girl uh, says nothing. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Parker Acquire, $5. I wanted to say hello and hope that this helps out with the Humane Society. Thank you for all the content and being open to being wrong. Hey, I appreciate it. You know, we're doing the best we can. I hope I'm making a difference. I have no idea, but I'm trying. Two dollars, love your shit. Thank you, Atson. I appreciate it. Kikoa, two dollars. Hey, Dusty, thanks for being awesome. Keep it up. I appreciate that, guys. Thanks a lot. Um, anybody wants to ask me a super chat question? You have another ten minutes to do so. I'm gonna wrap this show up in the next ten minutes. So ask away. Your last chance to do this. So, and I'm gonna go ahead and read some of the questions from the live stream here. Okay. Uh, Danny Daniels has an amazing booty. Hell yeah. Close some of those Twitter tabs, man. Damn. See, I did it better this time. I actually went ahead of time. Instead of having to scroll down my Twitter, if I want to talk about it, I went ahead, I did it ahead of time and got all the tabs ready. So there wasn't so much scrolling this time like there was last time. I hope she doesn't become Perez. Well, we'll see. Some scandal. She might, uh, she's a dumbass. Huh? Different opinions. Opinions vary. Support Megan Murphy. Okay. Um, CPAC, it's all that's wrong with society. Yeah, CPAC was a fucking clusterfuck. We're going to talk about that more tonight on the Gotcha Boys. So... Those of you who enjoy this show will enjoy the Gotcha Boys show. I'm playing more of a supportive role in the Gotcha Boys. It's kind of Vadim's thing. He's kind of running the show, and it's his like his podcast. I'm kind of just like a, a co-host. Um, but, you know, it should be interesting. I'm going to support him as best I can. Um, is this because of an out-of-context quote from the Green New Deal Manifesto? Yes, it's absolutely. They're, they're, they're taking her out of context to try to demonize her and scare people. That's what they always do. That is the, the political MO of the conservatives. Mike Fig and Dusty destroy Denver pubs. All right, we'll do. Cow fart shirt. Okay. Um, cows kill the rainforest, and I'm a Trumper. Yep, cow farts. Sounds hilarious, but definitely dangerous. I like the idea of the Green New Deal. Me too. I, I think, you know, we need to do something. You know, if, unless you're a science denier that doesn't believe 98% of climate scientists are telling the truth, which, you know, I do, because I believe science. They're the experts. They should know. Um, then why wouldn't we want to try to do something to protect our children's future? I don't have any children, but I have nieces and nephews and shit, and I definitely don't want to see the future be horrible for them or anybody. If you're not related to me, I hate to think about the future and how many people are going to be deplaced and suffering because of this shit. And if we can do anything about it, we should. And worst case scenario, let's say global warming is not real and we somehow make our society more sustainable and less dirty. Ooh, nightmare scenario. We should be doing that anyway, right? And also, we should be getting off oil anyway, so we can fucking not give Saudi Arabia more money. I mean, I know the United States is now the number one producer of gas, but the fact that we're still on the oil standard gives Saudi Arabia a lot of money, boost up, you know, boost up people that are not, have our best interests in heart. So, Kelly Jenner is a self-made as her dad's vagina. Yeah, self-made. You know, when you're born into a rich-ass family and you're on TV all the time, that's not self-made, dude. You have all the advantages right off the bat. It's not like you started and lift yourself up by your bootstraps. Hell no. You started off rich. I watch Sector Talk a lot. Yeah, good show. Kyle makes money from the Kremlin. Don't know anything about that. Uh, 
Everything Ayla says is the perfect truth. I don't know if everything she says is the truth, but she's pretty good. She's a human like everybody else, and she makes mistakes, and she's doing a lot better job at it than I could do. I guarantee you that. So, amazing beta. Uh, nope, our ter- terrorists are usually Bubba from the trailer park. That's true. You know, our right-wing terrorism is what's big in this country. So, Dusty, I believe most people are good. Just some are brainwashed and they are young. Yeah, you know, most people are good. Most Christians are good. And most of us are good people. You know, we just... I feel about Christians like I feel about anybody else. You know, they're in a cult, and I don't believe anybody should be left behind, and we just got to rescue them from the cult they're in and uh, try to tell them the truth the best we can. Um, Muslims love America. Yeah, you know, Muslim Americans do, I'm sure. They're perfectly good members of society. You know, as far as crime rate goes, usually they have less of a crime rate than normal people. I was a Muslim for 20 years. I don't really care for it or any other religion. Yeah, the religion itself is bullshit, but the people are generally pretty good. Um, Let's see. So funny, Dusty. You took a shit all over this guy because there is a Christian right-winger and now you are defending Muslims. COD just went full SJW. Okay. I don't even think SJW means anything anymore. It's just an insult that people say to anybody that they don't agree with. It's pretty meaningless. Roosh versus Dovin have an ass. He harbors his shit in his head. He is a shithead. That is definitely the truth. Uh, what a fucking dick, I assume, I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I'm guessing they probably are a fucking dick. That's one fine ass, hell yeah, big old booty. Uh, uh, let's see, why is that dude spurging out? Because he's a moron. Shit, Sesame Street got dark, yes it did. Mm. This is your brain on Jesus, folks, yep, let me scroll ahead. Read so many comments. Thank you for leaving the comments, guys. I appreciate it. I didn't even get to the voice chats. Um, let's see how many I have here. I only have one. I thought I had more than that. Let's listen to this voice chat real quick, since I said I would. Man, I just want to say I love your channel. You helped me find who I really am and come out to my family as atheist, even though they're all super religious. And I really just want to thank you for it. Thanks, man. Hey, no problem, man. You know, I'm honored to help you in any way, but like I don't deserve any of the credit. You guys did it all and you know, it's 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 not me, it's you, so thanks, but not necessary. I just thought I'd throw a topic out there. I don't know if you've noticed or anyone else has noticed that the mainstream media and the non stream non mainstream media for that matter are very quick to label anybody a socialist, to throw out the word socialism at anybody that's even slightly promoting any kind of socialist program, but they won't say a word or label the fringe right wing of the Republican Party as theocrats when clearly that's what they are. They're constantly pushing to have their Bible pushed into legislation, into public schools, into laws, um, but they won't label them as theocrats. it's, It's a word they don't use. It's something I don't like to talk about, but when it comes to socialism, you bring up raising raising minimum wage, it's a shit show, and all of a sudden you're a socialist. They're, you're right up there with Stalin. It's, uh, it's kind of ridiculous, really, but I've wondered if anybody else has noticed that and their thoughts on why that is. I agree. Let me know what you think, Dusty. And this is Brian. Hey, Brian. Thanks for the message, man. I sure appreciate it. Um, I, I totally agree. The thing is, the weird thing is, like, Bernie is not even really a socialist. I mean, he's a 
social democrat like I am, and so is AOC. Socialism is basically about the workers taking over the means of production, and uh, instead of being that, they're basically social democrats, which is a form of capitalism. Now, it's not laissez-faire capitalism, you know. It's closer to socialism than laissez-faire capitalism, but it's still a, a, a type of capitalism. It's where, you know, you're still motivated by making more money, you know. And there, I think capitalism is a tool, like anything else, and it's a, it's a, it can be used beneficially. It can be used for the good of society. It just has to be well-regulated and used correctly like any other tool. And you're exactly right. Like when AOC decided that she was going to pay uh, all of her people that work for her a fair wage, and the only way she could do that is she has like a limited budget. So instead of paying the people at the top a huge sum of money, she's going to pay them less and pay the people by them more. And uh, Fox News was like, that's socialism, but that's not fucking socialism, dude. Like you have no idea what these words you're using are, and they use it specifically to make people afraid. You know, they want to make you afraid, so you'll vote against your own best interests. The rich have always been incredibly good at doing that. And eventually the public has to smarten up and, you know, not allow themselves to be manipulated in that way. Next question. Uh. Hey, Dusty. So my question is, which political issue do you think is the most important for the 2020 presidential campaign? Thanks. I would say uh, health care, obviously. You know, 45,000 people are dying every year due to lack of health care. You want to talk about emergency? That's a real fucking emergency. Um, and it affects, you know, affects my family greatly. The, I live in Mississippi. It's incredibly poor. And we just cannot afford to go get checkups. We can't afford it, you know. I went to the emergency room one time without insurance a couple years ago. I was in there for like an hour and a half, and they sent me a bill for $8,000. That's a fucking car, dude. There's no way I could pay it. There's no fucking way I could pay it. So it's just a ridiculous system. And also, obviously, uh, global warming, you know, we have to fucking start tackling global warming. We have to take it seriously. Trump is set us back so hugely on this issue. He's taken time away from us that we absolutely could not afford to be taken away from us. He's taken us in the opposite direction we need to go. And we need to stand up and we need to fight it, you know, for the for the future of our children. And uh, with that, I'm going to check the live chats one more time to make sure that I didn't get any more. Oh, I got a, got a couple of these. Did I read that one already? Love your shit, Dusty Azin and Keiko. Hey, Dusty, thanks for being awesome. Keep it up. Will do. And then Clear Singularity sent me 10 bucks. I've been watching your content for years. Well, thank you, Clear Singularity. I definitely appreciate it. I appreciate all the support you guys are giving me. You guys are fucking awesome. Um, I was going to load up a picture here to end on, but eh, fuck it. Maybe I won't. I'll just end the show there, folks. It's been a good 90 minutes. I think I crushed that shit pretty good. Not going to complain about it. Um, let's see what time it is. Uh, yeah, it's time to wrap it up. All right, folks, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did enjoy it, please consider supporting me on Patreon, patreon.com, front slash podcast. Um, tune in every Monday at 8 p.m., every Friday at 8 p.m. I'm going to start doing this twice a week. If you guys enjoy it, please let your friends know. Please, uh, please subscribe to my channel and please support it. Thank you, guys. I love you. And as always, until next time, logic, fuck yes.